The job. The stress. We are, there is an active shooter working at Douglas. Multiple gunshots are being fired. Politics. Politics. Pressure. Pressure. Get out of here. We got a guy with a long rifle. We don't know where the hell he's at. Fear. Survival. Control 765, I need the radio for a minute. Be advised, we are taking fire from a very high floor. We believe it's possibly coming from the Mandalay Bay. And we get it. And we have to do better. The truth behind the badge. Presented by the Team South Florida Law Enforcement Charity. Hi, and thank you for tuning in. This is Rich from Team South Florida, a law enforcement charity. It's February 1st, 2020. I wanted to touch on a couple of things for this podcast show. There's good and there's bad. As far as the negative is concerned and as far as the bad, and this is where we really are striving to do more, and this is just one of a couple of reasons for our motivation to have these podcasts, I just want to share a couple of numbers. They might jump out at some some know all too well 17 17 for 2020 those are confirmed law enforcement officer suicides and it's February 1st right now sadly we had one right here in Florida just recently for 2019 there were over 220 law enforcement officers that committed suicide that's up from the previous year in 2018 where there were 172. Now to put those numbers into context, law enforcement officers that were killed in the line of duty in 2018 was 167. So in 2018 the suicides were higher than the line of duty deaths. In 2019 the line of duty deaths were 135. That's right, in 2019 Law enforcement suicides were almost double those that were killed in the line of duty. And unfortunately in both categories for 2020, we're one month in and we have 12 law enforcement officers that have made the ultimate sacrifice being killed in the line of duty. And we have 17, 17 that have taken their own lives this year. We have to do more. We don't have the answer. We don't have the one single solution, but we know we can help and we know we have helped. So with that being said, I wanted to share a couple of things. First off, one of our charitable initiatives that really took off in early 2018 was we got together and we decided that we were gonna provide 24 seven confidential anonymous peer support. We weren't sure how well it was going to be received. We weren't even sure how successful it was going to be. What we set up is on our cell phone, 702-527-1290, any law enforcement officer can text us. We'll have one of our members get back to them as soon as possible. And it's somebody to vent to. It's just somebody on the other end, somebody on the line, somebody that can listen. Sometimes that person can relate a lot. Sometimes that person doesn't relate as well and they can get somebody else from our organization that can relate more. We've got a lot of resources available and what we seem to have 
frequently take place is we'll simply refer people. If we can't help ourselves, we'll refer these individuals that are courageous enough and brave enough to reach out and say, you know what, I don't think I'm okay. And that's another thing. We hear it a lot, but we need to understand and believe it. It's okay not to be okay. We're seeing a, a tremendous push from a lot of agencies that are starting to understand this, starting to comprehend that. And you'll see it through peer support teams, critical incident stress debriefing teams, crisis intervention teams, things of that nature. Some of these agencies do a better job than others for a variety of reasons. But the biggest hurdle that we see and that we've encountered is trust and that's some of the reasons why we'll have officers from certain agencies all across the country really that will contact us and some of them will have these teams in place but for one reason or another there's a lack of trust and once that trust is breached and violated it's nearly impossible to regain so tip our hats to uh, to those agencies that are, are doing things right and have a successful team. We're very lucky in South Florida there's a couple of agencies that have just that and there's a lot of shared resources. Uh, with that being said I also want to touch on some of what we do. So for those that don't know and all of this is available on our main website teamsouthflorida.org we are 100% volunteer based. We're a small organization. We're really not big. We just cover a tremendous amount of ground because of basically the size of Florida and unfortunately the amount of tragedy that has taken place in our state in the past couple of years. But we do everything we possibly can to make sure we have a presence at every funeral service for a Florida law enforcement officer who's been killed in the line of duty. We make sure we send custom memorial plaques to the immediate family of these officers in Florida. And we couldn't do that without the great help from uh, our sister Rose Borisso, who's a uh, veteran law enforcement officer from up north, and she makes these incredible, incredible tribute photos. So she'll share the photos with us right away. And then we have the photos placed on a custom plaque, and we make sure to get the plaques out to the families. And the thought process with that is flowers are great, cards are great, but these plaques truly last forever, and we know that they mean a lot. Um, we'll send birthday cards to children of fallen law enforcement officers, support cards to injured law enforcement officers. And with those two, with just the cards, we didn't really comprehend how much a card could mean until we started hearing back and seeing the appreciation sometimes we, we take that for granted so this is just a reminder if you have a law enforcement officer that you know of that was killed in the line of duty try to reach out to that family especially when they have children involved just let them know they're not forgotten about when you have an officer from your agency or a neighboring agency that's injured try to reach out not just the immediate day or couple of days after just follow up. It means a lot. One of our favorite initiatives is hosting a holiday shopping day 
for children of fallen Florida law enforcement officers. And we've been incredibly, incredibly blessed. Really fortunate. Um, we'll have children who have unfortunately lost a mother or a father killed in the line of duty a previous year. And we'll, we'll take them and their family and we'll go on a shopping spree in November or December. And what is typically a very upsetting time that year, we try to bring some smiles and some laughter. So we'll do that. And then through our great partners with the 9463 Foundation, we donate laptop computers to 17-year-old uh, surviving teenagers of fallen Florida law enforcement officers. And that's the 9463 Foundation's initiative. We simply choose to support it. And we've been blessed to have donated several laptops over the past couple of years. We also donate toys. We have a holiday uh, toy drive. And we'll contribute the toys that we collect to the 9463 Foundation and then we team up with them and it's a joint initiative and then they transport all the toys up to the American Police Hall of Fame and then the American Police Hall of Fame which is right here in Titusville catalogs everything organizes everything and then mails toys all across the country to fallen off law enforcement officers children and 9463 Foundation and us uh, you know we will end up delivering some locally as well we also participate in positive events which support first responders in the community. One of those is coming up uh, in April, which is the Florida Tour de Force Memorial Bicycle Ride. And then in June, we're going to be at the Relentless Defender Foundation Annual Gala. And uh, there's a couple of events before and after. But that's basically us in a nutshell. That's what we do. And we're comprised of 100% volunteers. That's it. Now, with that being said, with all those initiatives, I think the 24-7 the availability with confidential and anonymous peer support, it's really just taking off. And I don't know what else we can do. We had a really successful panel last year. Uh, thankfully, we had uh, Jeff Morse from the Brotherhood ride out from Naples. He came over, and he represented Fire EMS side. And we were shocked to learn of how many similarities we had with law enforcement and Fire EMS. And just the amount of tragedy that continues to take place, the amount of stress, pressure, politics, personal relationship things you know just a variety of factors that impact our first responders there's a lot of similarities between fire EMS and law enforcement with that being said we can't keep this increasing number we cannot keep having this pattern where these these suicides are just out of control so we hosted a PTSD panel last year and we had a lot of questions we had a lot of feedback we had some great uh, audience participation from some retired NYPD uh, officers and uh, I tell you if you ever want to get honest feedback you ask a retired NYPD cop a question and you're gonna get brutal honesty <laughs> but uh, it was very successful and shared a lot and we look forward to doing a panel like that again 
this year. We're probably going to move up to Central Florida in the Orlando, Orange County area. And we look forward to doing more, more things like that. And then in closing, I just want to say just some things I've noticed as a law enforcement officer for approximately 13 years. You know, I used to used to hear veterans telling rookies this advice and then I myself have previously given advice like this to rookies but with what's going on in certain agencies across the country in the last couple of years especially I think it's important for all of us whether you're a rookie or a veteran just focus on positivity the grass is not always greener things could always be worse Tomorrow is not always promised. We have got to do a better job supporting each other, taking care of each other. Instead of competing against each other, putting people down, targeting each other, just just variety of things like that. We've got to do a better job. And these numbers speak volumes to what I'm saying. These numbers speak volumes to what those in our organization feel, see, and say it seems to be unprecedented to have over 200 police officers take their own lives in a single year how that's not nationwide crisis news headline news front page of the newspaper news I don't know but surround yourself with positivity if you're still in this profession, if you're still active, if you're still putting on the badge, putting on the gun belt, putting on the vest, going out every day, protecting your community, protecting the citizens, serving, doing the job, remember why you signed up and surround yourself with people that are happy, people that enjoy the job. One of the, one of the pitfalls in this profession, and I think everyone that served in this profession for more than a couple of weeks can acknowledge you'll see people that are either disgruntled discouraged or negative the worst thing we can do is surround ourselves with people like that it's almost like guilty by association so my advice if you find yourself in in a downward spiral if you find yourself in a bad place if you find yourself going to work every day hating the job not looking forward to going to work try to dig deep and remember why you signed up try to dig deep and think about the success stories the positive stories the positive incidents the ones where you truly made a difference where you made an impact think about those incidents think about the people that you've actually helped and truly surround yourself with people that are happy at work now granted this might be easier for some and harder for others depending on the agency that you're at and everything that you have going on but these will be topics that will be discussed in other shows we look forward to being honest candid and direct that's one thing that we've never shied away from so we're gonna have the difficult conversations we're gonna have the the brutally honest conversations some people might not like it some people might like it we'll see but we're not afraid to talk about 
the bad, but we're also not afraid to talk about the good. And I think in this profession, I think too much emphasis is put on the negative, and we really have to try to do a better job of focusing on the positive. So that's why you'll see on some of our, our social media pages, you'll see some of the positive. You'll see an officer that changed somebody's spare tire. You'll see an officer that bought a cup of lemonade at a child's lemonade stand. You'll see officers that decided to attend somebody's birthday party where they maybe didn't have that many people planning on attending. Things like that happen every single day. Yet, they don't make the news, they're not shared, they're not discussed. And for those reasons, it's very easy to influence this country. And people form their own opinion based on what they see and hear and what they're exposed to. So that's why we, we do everything we can not to sugarcoat it and not to only share the positive because we also acknowledge the negative with line of duty deaths and law enforcement suicides and some of the pitfalls and some of the heartbreak and some of the, the trauma and the tragedy. But we really try to share the positive as well. So I'll leave you with that piece of advice for today, for this show. Just try. Try to be positive. And if you're one of the people that are already positive, that you enjoy the job, you like going to work every day, that's contagious. Keep doing that. Keep being you. I think every one of us can, regardless of the profession you have, I think every one of us can find somebody that they can relate to, that they see, that truly enjoys doing what they do for a living. Try to be that person. Until next time, stay safe, and thank you very much for tuning in. We welcome your feedback, welcome your suggestions, and if you have topics that you want to hear us discuss or talk about, you're more than welcome to send us a message on any of our pages on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Contact us through our website, teamsouthflorida.org. One of the other things that we're going to do is at the end of every podcast, we really mean it when we say we will never forget. So in another effort to bring awareness and remembrance of our fallen law enforcement officers that were killed in the line of duty, I want to just make a quick mention at the end of every podcast about a fellow brother or a sister who was killed on or about the same day as the podcast. So tonight's episode is on February 1st. So I just want to mention... February 1st, 1992, the Florida Highway Patrol lost Trooper James Herbert Fulford Jr., 35 years of age, 14-year veteran, and he was tragically killed by a bomb while searching a vehicle. The bomb maker ended up being sentenced to death and was executed on February 26, 2014. And the subject who was driving the vehicle that the trooper went out with was sentenced to 40 years. Another one that I definitely want to mention is Sergeant Henry Prendez from the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department in Nevada. His end of watch was February 1st, 2006. 37 years of age, 
and also a 14-year veteran of the force. Sergeant Prendez was shot and killed after he responded to a domestic violence call. The suspect was shot and killed as well. And I'll leave you with that. Stay safe and have a good night. Let us never forget.